0: Good evening, or at least it's evening here. Welcome to the Rack Focus Podcast. I'm your host, Jeff Hall. Today, we lost an amazing actress. Her name was Doris Day. Doris Day was a famous actress in the 50s and 60s, most commonly known for her roles in comedies and a few dramas sprinkled without. To me, this is important to talk about because growing up, my mom, who was a huge, huge Doris Day fan, would watch those comedies of hers and just watch them over and over. And I would watch them with her and they became part of the movies I loved growing up. And what I enjoyed watching actresses and looked for in actresses in comedy, especially to try and not necessarily emulate, but try and also do roles as well as she did. I have not been able to find an actress that can do the type of comedy she does with the skill set she has had in her career, not only in just doing comedies but also doing music, singing her own songs with her beautifully angelic voice. Being able to not only do that but also to produce amazing dramatic performances as well in cross genres. Especially in an age in the 50s and 60s where women generally were basically put either in dramas or comedies and they more or less got typecasted because they were basically told, well, you're good at this, so stick to this, don't necessarily stay in your lane type of thing. And Doris Day broke those barriers by doing comedy, by doing music, by doing drama and just knocking them all out of the park and making it seem effortless. So for this episode, I kind of want to just talk about the life and career of Doris Day, because to me, it's important. Yesterday was Mother's Day, and so to me, this is kind of a tribute to my mom, who loved this actress so much and showed me uh, what a great comedic actress uh really is and just the skills it takes to make such a to make that look effortless and just amazing so let's start off Doris Day was her full name Doris Mary Ann Keppelhoff. she was born April 3rd 1922 in Cincinnati Ohio Her dad was a music teacher and choir master, which is probably where she learned how to sing, and sing amazingly. Her mother was a housewife. She had two other brothers that uh, passed away when when she was at a very young age. Her original love was dancing. Doris Day loved to dance. She had had plans to move to Hollywood at age 17 to pursue that love of dance. However, a tragic, nearly fatal car accident involving a car that hit a train nearly ended that career. Doris Day decided that she should focus maybe her talents on singing and then joined the Les Paul band and toured with them for a while before taking for her agent decided decided that she should try taking a screen test for Warner Brothers. Doris Day taking the advice of her agent did such and tested for tested with Warner Brothers. Warner Brothers liked her so much, they signed her right away to a contract. Her first starring role was Romance in the High Seas in 1948. The next year, she made two more films, My Dream is Yours, and It's a Great Feeling. Audiences took took to her, just her beauty, her charisma, just everything about her. They saw something special in her, wanted more movies from her. she made three more films for Warner brothers in 1950 and then five more in, in 1951 1953 was really her breakout year where in which she starred as calamity jane that was kind of her breakout role it was a major hit and then roles started coming in and next one lucky me which i had which i didn't had not seen until last year which was a great Kind of uh, romantic comedy starring her and Robert Cummings and Phil Silvers, who did Old Time Radio with Jack Benny and was known to be on there. Also starring Nancy Walker, who most people may know, or at least most people that grew up in the 80s, may know as the redhead lady that did the bounty commercials. And I think that's kind of where I knew her from. And then also Murder by Death, which she was great in as well. Uh, but Lucky Me was great I really enjoyed It's about three strugg- struggling uh, theatrical performers that meet a famous songwriter who is trying to convince a wealthy loyal man to finance a musical use scripting promising them stardom if it comes to fruition but Doris Day believing that luck will help them out and that until luck runs out and then she realizes she has to create her own luck it's just a fun, just a fun movie all around. There's singing, there's dancing, and there's great comedy. I really enjoyed it. I definitely would uh, suggest watching if you get a chance. That came out in 1954. She also starred in 1954 with Frank Sinatra. Frank Sinatra and Young at Heart. This, too, was an amazing movie. The, it's about the lives and romances of three sisters in a musical family. The youngest daughter's life is complicated by, by the subsequent arrival of a charming composer and cynical musical arranger. The movie also stars Ethel Barrymore, Dorothy Malone, Robert Keith, Alan Hale Jr. It's, uh, it's, a, gr- it's a fun movie. I also like Frank Sinatra, so of course putting the two of them together will make me uh, want to watch it over again. Next, in 1955, she's paired with James Cagney for Love Me or Leave Me. I had not seen this movie till last year when my mom suggested I watch it because she felt to this day that it's a underrated performance that maybe she didn't get enough credit for as a dramatic actress. Love Me or Leave Me is a fiction. It's a fictionalized account of the career of jazz singer Ruth Edding in her in the whirlwind I guess good way to put it uh, marriage to gangster Marty Snyder who did help her propel help propel, propel her to stardom it did win an Oscar for best writing in 1956 it was a nominee James Cagney was nominated for best actor in a leading role and but sadly, she was not nominated. I think I'm gonna go on a limb and agree with your mom. I guess most people probably should. But I, but after watching this movie, I agree. She, I believe, she kind of got, uh, she kind of got hosed on that one. Next, in 1956, came The Man Who Knew Too Much, Alfred Hitchcock's classic retelling, starring james stewart as well as her playing her uh, husband in the movie and the most one of the most famous songs ever que Sira-Sira, was also in this film in which Doris dorsting sang the man who knew too much about an american physician and his wife that take matters in their own hands after assassins uh, are planning to execute a foreign prime minister kidnap their son it's a uh, one of those mistaken identities that then People get wrapped up in them and then have to do the best they can to beat the bad guys. It was, it, K. Sarasura did win for Best Original Song in the Academy Awards in 1957. And as you can imagine, the movie was a major success. Another one of Hitchcock's amazing, amazing classics that still to this day holds up. One of the next ones that I want to talk about, when she, as we kind of go down her career, go through her career, is in nineteen fifty-seven with the Pajama Game. It's a very late fifties kind of movie. <laughs> it's a, uh, it's an Iowa pajama factory uh, worker that falls in love with an affable superintendent who had been hired by the factory's boss to help oppose the workers demand for a pay raise again it's a very kind of 50s setup but with also a very good social commentary about uh, about uh, factory workers wanting to get a pay raise this is another one of my mom's favorites that i remember watching with her over and over it's one of those it plays well if you're on stage at a theater or watching it as a musical on the big screen. There's, there are great songs. Of course, the one I remember most is Hernando's Hideaway. And uh, There's not a whole lot of actors in it that are in it that most people would maybe know just off the bat. But it did star... Her co-star was John Rayat and... Carol Haney, as well as Eddie Foy Jr., and Reddishaw, and Barbara Nichols. I really enjoy this one. It's just a fun one to watch. It's just fun. I mean, There's not so much to it, but it's it's so much fun. It's so entertaining. Later on, Doris Day made other movies, such as Teacher's Pet with Clark Gable and uh, Jig Young and a couple of others about a hard-nosed newspaper editor poses as a night school student in order to woo a journalism teacher who cannot stand him. Followed by The Tunnel of Love with Richard Rid, with Richard Widmark. And then It Happened to Jane. And then in 1959, the movie I have seen the absolute most out of any other Doris Day movie, Pillow Talk came out in 1959 co-starring her starring her and Rock Hudson co-starring Tony Randall and Thelma Thelma Ritter this movie I want to say holds up but considering it takes place during a time when obviously there were no cell phones it's about 50 years before the first cell phone came out or not 50 cell phone but It's about 30 years before cell phones were in everyone's hands. Excuse yeah. 30, 40 years before cell phones were in everyone's hands. Anyways, the plot of the story is simple. It's about a man and woman who share a party line and cannot stand each other. But he has, due to mistaken identity, uh, he, he discovers who she is and try and uh, poses himself as another person to try and woo her and uh, by using a texas accent and it's it's just fun it's fun romantic comedy it's i mean it's very of that time i still love watching it now just because i grew up watching that i think we can all kind of relate to movies that are like that and this is one i still enjoy like i own it digitally because I like watching it from time to time and I like the music too and I absolutely absolutely love Thelma Ritter in this movie she is so funny and it's just oh my gosh she's hilarious and Tony Randall is the straight man in this as Rock Hudson's I guess best friend and who also happens to be Doris Day's boss or I guess one of her clients that uh, also has a crush on her and it's it's just funny and I just absolutely love it they have to share you know it's all about the landlines that nobody knows I mean most people nowadays don't know what a landline is or barely remembers even owning a landline much less knowing what a party line is and realizing you had to share a same phone line and how ridiculous that could you know that must have been and it's just I, I absolutely love this movie I I mean it's just it has a special place in my heart and especially it's just because I you know if for no other reason it's because I grew up watching it so much and it's just got some great comic beats and some amazing timing it's just yeah it's just a great great movie it's just you know it's, you kind of wish they made movies like this again After the major success of Pillow Talk, came Please Don't Eat the Daisies, which was one I can really get into as much, but uh, I still enjoy it. It also st- it starred Doris Day and David Niven, who's been who's known for so many movies. Uh, the Thin Man is, I guess, what most people would probably know him for. Um, movie also stars Janice Page and Richard Hayden. It's about a university professor that leaves his job to become a theater critic, creating problems with his family and friends. It's Again, it's another another fun movie, it's just not one I got into. Uh, going back to a more dramatic role, Midnight Wace, starring Doris Day and again pairing up with Rex Harrison and co-starring John Gavin and Myrna Loy, speaking of The Thin Man, uh, and Roddy McDowell. It's, it takes place in London. A recently-wed American woman's Sanity, comes into question when she claims to be the victim of a threatening stalker. This movie was not Oscar-nominated in 1961 for Best Costume Design, and Doris Day garnered a... Golden Globe nomination for Best Actress for this role. However, not an Academy Award. Again, unfortunately. Another amazing dramatic performance. Then comes, going continuing down her career, in 1961, probably my second favorite Doris Day movie, also starring Rock Hudson is Lover Come Back also co-starring Tony Randall again and Edie Adams this movie is another one just kind of has a soft spot in my heart because it's just another one that I just really enjoy I just really love the chemistry between Rock Hudson and Doris Day they just have I don't know I haven't seen another pair where I can go wow that they remind me of these two but it is such a great movie. It's a series of misunderstandings that leaves an advertising executive with a campaign for a product which has not yet been invented while he romances a rival in the guise of the inventor. So it's kind of it's kind of the same formula of sorts of pillow talk, but just done in a different kind of way. And I just it's just another one that has a soft spot, soft spot in my heart for this. Uh, It was actually nominated for Best Writing Screenplay. Uh, Did not win. And it was also uh, Tony Randall was nominated for a Golden Globe for his role in this movie. One of my favorite lines was when a valet asked to park his car. Or no, it was the doorman of the hotel that says, hey buddy, you can't park here. And he just has this very kind of staunch, uptight way of saying, I am not your buddy. And very kind of Niles Crane uh, type of way. Or I guess Niles Crane might have modeled modeled his. uh, I guess his character might have been modeled after some of Tony Randall's roles. But that's definitely what it reminds me of. So it. Yeah, it's just a great movie. It's just another one of those movies I wish they kind of went back to. And uh, 1962, Doris Day started a movie called That Touch of Mink, starring Cary Grant and again uh gig young Audrey Meadows, Alan Hewitt, and John Aston from uh, Adam's Family fame, <laughs> also father of Sean Aston. For us 80s kids that remember, or that, know Sean Aston. This movie's about a rich businessman and a young woman that are attracted to each other, but he only wants an affair while she wants to save herself from marriage. And then the next one really kind of starts kind of, it gets into the thrill of it all with her and James Gardner. About a housewife's sudden rise to fame as a soap spokesperson that leads to chaos in her home life. And then again in her next movie, Move Over Darling, in which she again co-stars with James Gardner. And then Thelma Ritter comes back and joins in this movie. After five years lost at sea, a missing wife thought long dead returns just after her husband remarries. And this, I believe, is probably the first of that type of movie. And, of course the late '80s, the first Overboard, the original Overboard movie, with Kurt Russell and Goldie Hawn, that same type of formula, and then again with the newer one that came out last year, that I did not see. And then Send me Lo- No Flowers in '64, again Rock Hudson, Antonio Randall. I mean, it's, if it it's one of those formulas, if it's if it's not broke, don't you know, don't fix it, and then again it just it just works rock hudson plays a hypochondriac who believes he is dying and makes plans for his wife which she discovers and misunderstands thinking that he again is dying which he's not he just thinks he is and Tony randall again plays the best friend in this role and 65 do not disturb starring her and Rod Taylor about an American couple that moved to England for business. She becomes paranoid that he's having an affair with his attractive secretary and decides to get back at him by pretending herself to be unfaithful. So, as you can imagine, hilarity ensues. Then Doris Day and Rod Taylor again team up again 1966 for the glass bottom boat. About a series of misunderstandings the head of an aerospace research laboratory begins to suspect his new girlfriend is a Russian spy. And then after that there's some other movies that I have not really heard much about or really remember much. And then in from nineteen sixty eight to nineteen seventy three, Doris Day had her own TV show, known as the Doris Day TV show or Doris Day show. So that kind of covers her film career. I want to go over some quotes that kind of came across from Doris Day that kind of made me laugh. One of the first things I kind of remember this from a couple years back. In 2017, just after the Associated Press discovered her 1922 birth certificate, Doris Day had this to say. I've always said that age is just a number, and I've never paid much attention to birthdays, but it's great to finally know how old I really am. That's amazing. I She did not even know how... I mean, 19... She was already... <laughs> That olden did not even know that she, how old she really was. I can't, can't even imagine that. Another one of my favorites that I found that came across. She stated that wrinkles are hereditary. Parents get them from their children. As somebody that has to myself, I understand that. (laughs) Another great one I came across was in two thousand six. She is quoted as saying, I've been through everything. I've always said I was like those round bottom circus dolls. You know, those dolls you could push down and they'd come right back up. Yeah, I've been like that. I've always said, no matter what happens, if I get pushed down, I'm going to come right back up. And the last one I want to cover is... One that I think I'll probably save and probably put up somewhere. Doris Day is quoted as saying, I like joy. I want to be joyous. I want to have fun on the set. I want to wear beautiful clothes and look pretty. I want to smile and I want to make people laugh. And that's all I want. I like it. I like being happy. And I want to make others happy. I think that has come across so that pretty much sums up her acting career. Cause you can look at any one of her films, even the dramatic ones, and show and it looks and you could see that in there. Especially her comedies. Before I end this, I do kinda want to cover some of the what some other people are saying on this day of Doris Day's passing. Paul McCartney. Paul Paul McCartney says that she that he is so sad to hear of Doris Day's passing. She was a true star in more ways than the one. I had the privilege of hanging out with her, on a few occasions. Visiting her in California in her California home was like going to an animal sanctuary, where her many dogs were taken care of in splendid style. She had a heart of gold and was a very funny lady who I shared many laughs with. Her films like Calamity Jane, Move Over Darling, and many others were all incredible and her acting and singing always hit the mark. I will miss her, but will always remember her twinkling smile and infectious laughs, as well as the many great songs and movies she gave us. God bless Doris. This is the next one from from Carl Reiner This morning I was saddened to learn that Doris Day who starred in a film I had written The Thrill of It All had passed away at age 97 Just a week ago I contacted her and welcomed her to the 97-year-old actors club I guess there is such a thing I wonder if they get robes or something And this one by William Shatner Condolences to the family of Doris Day. She was the world's sweetheart and beloved by all. Que sera, sera. Seth McFarlane wrote, We've lost another great Hollywood talent. Take a minute to appreciate the legendary Doris Day. And I hope by doing this, this podcast episode kind of devoted to her, that's kind of my way of showing my appreciation. Actor Luke Evans stated goodbye, Doris Day. There is only one of you. I have always loved your voice and the beautiful songs you made eternal. Rest in peace. And then we'll end on this one. George Decay. For those of us in my generation, Doris Day was synonymous with Hollywood icon. She would no doubt remind us upon this day of her passing, K Sarah Sarah. But we will miss her dearly anyway. Rest now in our hearts forever, Miss Day. I take that back. I want to give one more. Paul Rudnick. Doris Day was kind and decent, on screen and off. She maintained her friendship with with Rock Hudson after his AIDS diagnosis. In a climate of fear and abandonment, One of his last appearances on a TV show was with her. I really don't know what more I can say that that can just express my love for this actress. I hope by listening to this, you will go back, hunt down, go to your local library, check out these movies watch them and just enjoy just what an amazing actress doris day was and what she symbolized what she symbolized was the wholesome america of the 50s and 60s to this i say rest in peace doris day